A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Right, we're setting the timer. It is, uh, we're setting the timer now. We have got one hour start and off we go. And we're going to start with a load of fucking noise. <laughs> Welcome to the Mouth of Manliness. Mouth of Manliness. Whoa. Start with the doom. Whoa, what is up everyone? Well, it's been a crazy week. Uh, we started the the podcast came out on Tuesday. It's now Thursday. We went live on Tuesday. Um, and we have had a lot, a lot of listens. A lot of people have listened to it. Um, but kind of more importantly, um, we've had a lot of people have given us some amazing feedback. Incredible. Some of the letters and messages we've had back. Uh, just crazy like ranging from thank you and well done and good luck literally to like people pouring their heart out i had a message from um from like family friend who like basically where i first lived from then where was that uh cockerel close in basildon or pitsy sort of thing and um yeah it's like the most alpha environment ever and he just reached out and said, look, I'm listening to it at work. I like, really love it. I like, love what you're doing. Like, Thank you for doing this. Like, I won't go into like exactly all of yeah, it, yeah. but it was so sweet to hear. Like, really got me. I was like, oh, my God, Like, we've, we've done it. Like, We've actually like managed to reach that one person that I said, if we do that, then I'd be sort of happy and satisfied that we've well, done it. Well, you say that, exactly the same thing. We, I've been away with my, um, uh, with my family um, to... Legoland Disney. No, not Legoland Disney. Yeah. Uh, I've been... um, Windsor. Yeah, I've been to Windsor uh, with my family. And that was on the Tuesday when we dropped it. And like my wife was getting a bit knocked because I spent the whole time messing around looking at my phone. But I felt like I had to respond to everyone. And there was a lot of people to respond to. Um, So for those of you who don't know what we do... What do we do, Nick? We uh, we talk about our thoughts and feelings, our vulnerabilities, um, in the hope that other people will join us and other people will, will be inspired by what we do and uh, feel free to be able to talk about their feelings. Primarily, we are the mouth of manliness. We are. Uh, and um, this is geared kind of, you know, a lot of it is we, we kind of go with the idea that we're gearing it towards uh, men because men typically don't talk about their feelings. They do not. However, um, along the way, I've I've had loads of messages from women. Amazing, actually, yeah. On the group, there's been a couple, a couple of guys have mentioned that they've listened with their wives. You see that one? Yep. And um, yeah, who's that other woman? There's another woman who said, "Sorry, I'll have to read back. I need to make. I'll do some honourable mentions as well, of people." So there's been a lot of people, women, who have listened to it, and they've said like they found it really inspiring, and now how they really kind of they really like appreciate what we've done. So yeah, so I was saying to my mum like we've achieved the the goal already. We achieved the goal that we might be able to help people if one person hears it and it means something to, and then it works. That was the that was what we set out to do. Yeah, so we've achieved that. Secondly, uh, whilst I was in Legoland Disney, 
Legoland, is it Disneyland or Legoland? Um, it was Legoland. Legoland, Legoland Windsor. in Windsor. I got a phone call from Aldous Collins, who um, is uh, an artist and a musician who I've been in touch with over the past couple of years on Facebook. Uh, we're both artists and musicians, I guess. Um, I think Aldous is a lot more successful than I am. But uh, like we, we've both appreciated each other's work a lot along the way. Anyway, uh, so I had a call from him. I'd never spoken to him before. And he was like, I woke up this morning and I thought, what's all this man, mouth of mail in this Sounds stuff like about? a blues song. Because he just got bombarded with, with everything I we'd put on social media. Well, it transpires that he's setting up uh, a live streaming, um, kind of like a Netflix, but based in Boston in America. Um, and he said, uh, if we film it, he's going to put it on there. So it looks like we should say welcome to Boston. Howdy, America. Howdy, Is that Boston. racist? Is that, are we being racist by doing American accents? Are we judging people by their... Thing is, I love it when Americans do English accents. Yeah, yeah. You know the Simpsons, like when Bart does an English... I'm yeah. not going to do it because I can't do it justice, but I fucking I love it because it's all like ski with Cockney that they normally do it. Uh, yeah, or like yeah. Governor, and like they yeah, get it all... Governor, that's <laughs> yeah. a cup of tea. Yeah, but I love it when they get it wrong. So I don't know whether Americans feel the same, but, you know, yeehaw. We are coming from a place of love and respect to everyone. Yes, we are. And like, I mean, that, that's what we're all about. We're about, uh, you know, being open and honest. And do you know what? If, if if we might have had those kind of thoughts, then we're being open and honest and we're sharing about it. 100%. And we're putting ourselves out there and saying, look, we're happy for people to go, no, 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 like, actually... If we don't like that, or you could do this. Yeah. But we're, like, this is all about the debate. This is about having the conversation. Yeah, we want to be corrected and... Yeah. Like, well, put, we don't want to hate mail. We don't want you no, to go, no. oh, we're going to kill you for it. No, but, like, definitely not. Know. No guns. Yeah, no guns. <laughs> but like, we're happy to talk about it. And that's what the mouth of manliness is all about. So, hello to Boston. We are pleased to be here with you. Um, I love Boston. I've been. It's nice. I've never been. There's um, Boston is in Massachusetts. And uh, there's a place called Acton in Massachusetts. Really? And that's my second name. And we went with my dad and my brother. And there's pictures of us dressed in like 90s baseball clothes, uh, pointing at like Acton Fire Station, Acton Ambulance Station, Acton Town Hall, North Acton, East Acton. It's near Concord, I think. I remember that much. There's a jackass when they go to a place called My Anus. My Anus, which yeah. fucking creases me out because Anus is my favourite word. It is. How oh, how is your anus, by the way? Well, this was this was another one of the bit, one of the responses, which was in you know not an expected response, but quite a few people have said it was really funny hearing about your anus. I've been asked to ask about. And for your those anus. who don't know, I had an anal fissure, and it was it was killer. It That's was not really just fun. a fun name, is it? That's an actual yeah, it's an actual thing. operation. Uh, Didn't you say you've got a famous friend? Kevin, who... No, no, I haven't got a famous friend, but Kevin Smith has an anal fissure. Um, and so do I. Oh, everyone's doing it. Yeah. So uh, so I had an operation a while ago on it where I was awake and they put loads of injections right into my anus, right into my sphincter. And uh, so basically it was loads better. For those who want to know, it was loads better. Um, and then I had diarrhea, which made it really bad again. Right. So I've been on painkillers a lot again. Okay. Uh, but I think it's getting back. Someone suggested having fibrogel, uh, which I started to do. It's like drinking a cup of sick. It's it's pretty gross, but uh, I realised I don't have any fibre or anything like. That. I, I I'm I'm your classic um, self destructive depressive. Mm-hmm. So I don't eat, I don't eat well. I don't do anything that's really good for me because I hate myself. You know, you like, it's, it's that. Is it like because people are telling you what to eat almost? I think there is an element of that. There's an element of um, that I want to be really rock and roll so I don't follow the rules. And yep. I'm like, I bet Keith Richards don't have fibre, but I bet he does. Probably does now. Yeah. Like, it's probably at the point of, like, Keith, we want to get another couple of tours out here. Like, eat this yeah, eat uh, some sick and shake. Don't they just have, like, the vitamin B12 probably. injections that boost them up? Yeah, I reckon so. He must have be on all sorts to keep him moving. Bless him. I love him. Look, I've got a tattoo. There you go, Boston. Ah, wow, that's amazing. An unfinished tattoo of Keith Richards when he was passed out. 
That is rock and roll, yeah, man. I'm I love pleased, that. That uh, is quality. Keith Richards. I was thinking the other day uh, in the shower when people say, uh, by the grace of God, mm-hmm. I this has happened. Or when something's good's happened, they're going, by, oh, by the grace of God, I didn't get run over and someone else did. Right. Okay. You know that term? Yeah. And then I was thinking, well, I'm not, I'm an atheist, but uh, I'm kind of, I'm not an anti-religious atheist. No, you appreciate that. We respect that other people have got views on things. Yeah. It does a lot of good for a lot of people. Exactly. And I think as long as I'm not having it pushed on me, I don't mind. No. I'm like, you know, fair enough. If it helps, it helps. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's like another drug, I guess. Yeah. I like to mix it up a bit. So it's Easter here in the UK at the moment. And, um, Buddy was like, you know, what's going on? My little boy is four years old. So I said, obviously, um, Jesus uh, was uh, born in a dinosaur egg. That's why we have eggs. And um, we have... You like, did just say it's the fact that it was Easter and that's when, like, like lambs and that are born. No, I just told him that uh, Jesus would come out of a dinosaur egg. And um, I can't remember what I said about hot cross buns. I said he choked on a hot cross bun at Easter oh. and it ruined Easter for him. I just thought I'd jazz it up a little bit. You know what I mean? Put my own spin on it all. See, funnily enough, I don't do any of that. I'm just, I just say, oh, we all get time off. Yeah. So that's good. And they're that like, is... why do we get eggs? And I'm like, because you like chocolate. Yeah. Uh, I've got this, I don't like, I don't make up any stories for my kids. No, it's probably best that you don't like your kids. I just kind of tell them it up front. Yeah. Like my daughter goes to Sunday school and I'm always like, look, go enjoy yourself. She goes to enjoy herself with her friends, but I'm, I do say, don't take anything as fact. No. So just take what you want from it. I love going to church. Let's not assume facts. No, I love going to church. I like the singing, I like music. I did think about that. I yeah. did think you, you, did, you had a bit of church. Well, when, around the time that um, Buddy got christened, you have to go um, like a few times beforehand and stuff. And like I found it was the only time in my week that I was sat focused at something that wasn't TV. And I was listening to people talk and learning about stuff. And yeah, it's just nice. It did kind of get a little bit like we're coming around your house and uh, um, you need to give us all of your free time and all of your money and everything like that towards the end. Different churches are different. Right? 100%. Some of them don't really do that. Some no. of them are just happy if you'd come along and they'll say hello and they'll make you feel welcome. Where I live but now, right. where I live now, the we had Olive's Christ in there and it was kind of a to- a different vibe. It was a lot more relaxed. People could sort of talk. Olive, They let Olive like climb around. Reverence, like one of these really cool like lady reverence who was just like, yeah, you know, whatever happens, happens and that. And we... Like, I felt at home straight away. I think Kate still takes the kids to some of the groups there. Um, and yeah, I, I like it. I'm up for it. I, w- I wouldn't, I haven't been for ages. I'm not saying like, I, I, to be honest, I don't get to choose where I spend any of my time because I get yeah. dragged around by anyone else. I'd never consciously sit there like Sunday morning and go, oh, I know, I'm going to go to church. It's normally we've spoken about it in the week and then we'll sort of go along for some reason. Something might be happening there, like Harvest Festival or whatever, maybe. We haven't, but, you know, that'd be sort of the reason. I do face painting at loads of church stuff. My Amazing, that's good. very, very religious. And um, because I like to draw a little bit, I seem to have, I get asked to do the face painting. And there's a bit of me that thinks it's really good to do nice things yeah, for other people. Yeah, totally. what it is, so I just go, all right, I'll do it. Yeah, amazing. What do you do, like kiss, um, <laughs> no, like no, zombies? No, no, I do, I do really, I'm not very good at it, but um, like I, I just try my best. There's just animals and that. To be fair, it washes off anyway, yeah, doesn't it? it does. so, and no kid's going to look in the mirror and go, right, I want my fucking money back. This looks nothing yeah, like yeah, Spider-Man. The worst is like, there's always there's always one that gets like an allergic reaction. Oh, no. <laughs> and one time, uh, uh, the kids are like looking at my arms. They are... I've got quite a lot of tattoos. And they're like, oh, do me a tattoo. And like, I'll do like a traditional style thing. Like an anchor or a mum heart or something. Yeah, or a dagger. Nice. And, um, <laughs> and then like the kind of, the, the vicar will come along and go, maybe don't do that. Oh, no. <laughs> or like, I'll do a skull and they're like, maybe don't do that. And I'm like, I'm trying to appeal to the youth. That the diff- That's what I have a problem with because we've all got skulls inside our, in, in our heads. It's one tattoo my wife that we get is a skull. That's interesting. 
I suppose because it rep- rush, really. because of what I understand because of what it represents and everything else. I like to think I'm looking at one now. There's one hanging up yeah, on the wall. Yeah, I like skulls. Yeah, I like right. to think we're kind of desensitized to it a little bit. Yeah, there's one of my big painting over there, I which no one can see. Your paintings are amazing, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, so I had a little think about Boston. Initially, I was like, the band. Yeah, there's the band. I've got a friend in Boston, Cara, I used to work with, and she was a really good friend of mine. And I haven't seen her for years, and she's in Boston. I, I messaged her today saying, oh, we might be doing something on your TV. <laughs> so she got quite excited. And uh, her dad was in the FBI. Wow, amazing. Yeah. So he already knows all about you. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, and I, I used to say to her, I used to wind her up and say, you know your dad's killed men. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like, talk no, about it. I'm like, you know, yeah, it's, he's trained to kill men. Mm. I was like, he probably kills men with his bare hands all the time. Yeah, he's, like, just on his way to the shop. Men on the street. <laughs> and she showed me pictures of him, like, in the 70s when he'd have, like, you know, wide lapel suit, big kipper tie, cool sunglasses. And there was, there was one picture of him, like, uh, when someone tried to shoot the president. He was on, he was on, like, he used to guard the president. What president? Uh... I don't know. Oh, the, like, the he's, Reagan one. He's like, done, wow, really? Jeez. Yeah. And she showed me pictures of it, of him. And it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. Like, so cool to see, especially when they all look like Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I bet. It's like your dad used to protect the president. And she's met, like, vast arrays of presidents. Wow. And she, one, it's a sad story, but um, she told me a story of that when they went on holiday, quite often they would go, her dad would have to go to Camp David. Which mm-hmm. is where the president would go on like their breaks. Yeah, and her holiday would be next to Camp David. No way. Okay. And they would be. She's got a sister. They'd be playing on the beach, and they'd look over and they could see their dad. Yeah. They weren't allowed to like go over. Oh, to that's really it's kind sad. Of sad really, but, yeah, um, that's a really shitty holiday. <laughs> yeah, but then you know, I imagine like, it was an amazing place to stay. Oh yeah, totally. But yeah, so shout out to Cara, Cara Grant. <laughs> wow, like Cary Grant. Yeah. Well, Cara in English. Yeah, Cara Grant. Cara. Kira. Kira. Cara. Oh, I don't know. Um, and then the other thing I was thinking about is uh, music from Boston. So initially, yeah, there's Boston. Are they actually from Boston, not just Kevin yeah, Names? So, yeah. What did they do? I want to say more than a feeling. Film. Yeah. Uh, which is the same called as uh, Smells Like Same Spirit. Da, yes, it is. Um, and, then, uh, and then I thought. Uh, I used to really like Aerosmith. Yeah. Uh, when I was younger, I was a bit of a cock rocker, so I liked all that stuff. But Aerosmith were by far one of the best of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Aerosmith were from Boston. I did I not read know the, that. The um, Walk This Way like biography is so good. Yeah. And it's really brilliant. And uh, yeah, I've got a soft spot for Aerosmith. And then I'm like, ah, oh, I'm sure um, Smashing Pumpkins were from Boston. Who uh, uh, Smashing Pumpkins are in my top three favorite bands. That, they're my number two. Uh, it's actually ringing a bell, and I don't know why. I they're not. They're from Chicago. Oh right, okay. Um, that makes sense. But then I realised the Pixies are from Boston. Pixies wow. are one of the seminal best alternative bands ever. I see Pixies at uh, one of the festivals. They're pretty good. Yeah, I've seen their them bass player. I love their bass player so Kim much. Deal. That's yeah, all yeah, I remember seeing. Oh really? The, uh, Paz, who was another female bass player. Um, and then uh, yes so the other band were the Lemonheads and yes. I don't know if you've been in my toilet I've got a Lemonheads yes poster I have yep. done by one of my favourite artists Darren I say Grealish it's probably Grealish but he's an American guy who does poster art and he's amazing and uh, I haven't seen him on the socials for a long time but I bought a couple of prints off him he signed them all for me. Nice. And I've got one in my toilet. That's I was what a big Lemonheads fan. My first crowd surf was a Lemonheads. Wow. Yeah, it was. I have not crowd surfed, and it really disappoints me because I'm getting heavier. Did I tell you that, like, probably, it's probably like 10 years ago now, but, like, I was, like, in my mid-30s, and me and, like, one of my best friends, uh, Danny Champion, we we still go to a lot of gigs together. We go to gigs together, basically. Uh, and we used to go to gigs, go out the front and crowd surf. And, like, no one else was crowd surfing. Amazing. And we'd just find some bunch of teenagers and just start trying to kind of climb up them. Yeah. Something would be 
grabbing my feet to push me up <laughs> over like and it, you know sometimes it wasn't that busy sometimes there was like maybe five layers of people yeah everyone getting a right hump but like, we just get really trashed yeah like, oh. i like that that's so good yeah i've not crowd surfed enough Oh, you got to do it once. My first one was the Lemonheads. They played Alison's Starting to Happen, uh, the Shane Bow Ray album, which is such a good album. It's really short, but like every song on it is I like short old albums. It's a wonderful album. And uh, I, I just I obviously got really hooked into them, and I really wanted to be Evan downloading. Um, and uh, yeah, so I was like, right, I'm going to do it. I'm fucking going to do it. I'm going to crowd surf. So I went kind of towards the back of the pit, uh, my mate lifted me up, got to the middle, and the song ended. No way. And I was like, oh, bollocks. <laughs> bollocks. Uh, then it started up, and they pushed me to the front. They just pushed you to the front, and yeah, security yeah. let you out of the side. Yeah. But nowadays, I believe security throw you out. Really? I don't, you're not allowed to do it anymore. I haven't seen it as much. In the 90s, it was a grunge thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I suppose because it compromises security, I guess. And people get hurt. Yeah, I think people could play. And um, we get know. we're in like a suing culture as well, where people at this just... day and age people don't want to go and get. Uh, and I understand that, but it's yeah. a bit annoying when you go to the front of a gig and like it's, you're doing your thing and everyone's got the ump with you. Yeah. So that is our shout out to Boston. Oh. Yeah. It's nice. I think we've like done that all right. I think like, you re- you researched that more than I expected. I was walking my dog. And I looked on my phone. I thought me having been there um, was like just going to be our little thing of it. But Don't they have that big chrome egg thing? Is that Plymouth Rock where the pilgrims landed on the Mayflower? I don't know. Oh, no. Is that Boston? But there is a big chrome egg in Boston. And um, I'm also a fan of chrome. My scooter's covered in chrome. I love yeah. it. Shiny, oh, it? do you mean like that big chrome like bubble thing? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Take a picture of it and you can see it's like a big yeah, yeah, spell. that. That's impossible. I don't know. I do want to see I'm that. Though. It looks sure pretty it cool. Is. I thought that was like something that would crop up in a lot of um, like cities around the world. No, no, no. It's no, very no. specific it's like bit that, of that main one. Oh, cool. So we just covered religion. Yeah, which is a really heavy topic. Yeah, it is in and out. And I. I used to be really angry with religion, mm. uh, just because I felt that if there is a God, then he must hate me. Um, and I, I carried a lot of anger. And it, it's funny, I had it, it was really just a couple of weeks ago, I had a conversation with my mate Champion, and he was saying, oh, oh, it's fine. And I was like, it is, isn't it? You know, yeah. like, I just kind of just got a bit of a realisation. Actually, what I really want is everyone to get along. Yeah. You know, in life, what I really want is everyone to get along. Mm. And me hating things doesn't, all that does is hurt me. Yeah. So I'm like, I've just got to let it go. You're kind of pointing hate into the world. Yeah. Not into the world. Maybe you're not exactly like walking around going, no, no, don't do do that. But it was just like, it was just getting to me and it was winding me up. And then I just thought, no. I'm going to stop doing that. You know, it's just like, no, yeah. consciously, I'm going to stop doing that now. Because actually, I'm just making myself ill. Mm. So, yeah, I gave it away. That's a brilliant thing. Like, I've always been too scared not to believe in it. I went to a church I of England school. I was, but I'm not anymore. And I think, I remember around that time that I was going to church, I think it was the time that we went swimming, and I remember talking about it, about something or other, and you... Whiffin and Dave were like, oh no, this is that and that's that. And I was like, fucking hell, I didn't really think that far into it kind of thing. But like, you were all quite expressive about it. Uh, yeah, we were all probably quite anti. Yeah, and which I thought, yeah, that's fair enough, you know, because I wasn't pro it. I was just like going a lot and it was all right. Um, but I remember thinking then like, wow, like people do kind of hold on to their kind of opinions kind of. It weren't opinions because you weren't trying to change my opinion. I think I probably sounded a little bit um, naive in some of the things I was saying, like digging up relics and stuff like that. And Do you know, though, one of the things that... It's, it's funny, because my wife's only really met you like once or twice. and Obviously, she finds me attractive straight away. Yeah. But uh, the one... She was like, we were with my mum at Legoland. I was about to say Legoland Disney. Windsor. 
and uh, my mum uh, my, my was like, so who's Bradley? And my mum was like, my sit. <sighs> Jesus. Wow. Uh, my wife was like, he's, you know what, I don't know him, but he's so, such a lovely fella. Oh, wow. That's and I was like, fun. he really is. He's just such a lovely guy. Oh. And what I really like about you uh, in particular is that, like, you do have a naivety to you. Mm. Um, which I, which I feel really self-conscious that I don't want to exploit. So, you know, like if I ask you something, I'm like, if you don't mind, or do you mind doing this? Or what do you think? And I, I try, I, and I, and even if I ask you to do something like this, I'm, no, I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like all those times you tried to put yourself inside me and stuff yeah. like that. It was like, you were taking yeah, full advantage things. of my naivety. Now it's but, funny. Cause like, it's, it's a, an instant in the moment naivety that, only when I walk away from the conversation, I'm I'm normally like, oh, I should have said this, should have said that, I should have been a bit more this, I should have been a bit more that. I think uh, I'm submissive maybe in a way that, again, I just want everyone to be happy and to yeah, get along no, with the everything else. And there's no reason for me to come into a conversation and start going, right, I believe in this, I believe in that, you need to adhere to that and I'm going to control you in this way to kind of do that. I would generally, if I walk out of a situation knowing that, they got what they wanted out of the conversation and the situation, and I'm I'm quite happy, really. It's yeah, quite simple. Cool. But what I, I suppose, what I so I'm really conscious that I don't want to exploit that because I you're not in any way though, because like what we're doing is a... oh, yeah, I know we've got mutual investment. Mm. But then I also there's a really lovely part to it to your character where you've got this kind of wide-eyed wonder. You know, it's like the what ifs and that that kind of almost like the the opposite to me, where I, I'm I'm a fucking cynical, uh, almost in, internally at least quite angry, and um and you're just you're the opposite, and it, it's rubbing off on me. Ah, oh, cool. And uh, I noticed that I'm I'm kind of I let you know like when we're talking about religion, I let it go. Yeah. And it's just like it's rubbing off on me that kind of more. Because I'm on this, I really want to try and be more present and not judge everything. That's the goal. That's not easy to be present in the moment because you, every moment you come to, you, and I say you as in us, the people, bring with us everything that we've so ever. Yeah, your whole past is school there. and mum and dad are with us. Yeah. Going, oh, he's looking at your eyebrow. You must have something in your eyebrow. Oh, hang on, have I got bogey? Da, 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 yeah. da, da, like, like you bring all that to the conversation. But I've always wanted the confidence to just appear in front of someone and just go yeah here i am yeah what are we oh, no, don't have, don't even have to talk i'm getting better like this uh going to uh legoland was a test for me because um i find it really hard to be in, in the moment i'm normally just going oh fucking hell i'm i'm only here for my wife and kids and you know, it's hard work. I'm tired. I've been up really early to get here. I hate getting up early. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, resent, resent, resent. And then I just kind of, and then I think of your face, Bled. Oh. And then it's kind of, oh, it's, and like, it, you know, uh, I, I text you the other night and you were in Brighton on a bus. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Is camping in Brighton and yeah. it weren't warm and no it's like, so I'm the like, coldest up, I've ever been I just thought I can't think of anything worse and you're like oh that's brilliant yeah I haven't like, showed you the photos I wish I yet. could be cool. more like that yeah you kind of like don't get me wrong when I'm there in the moment I find myself I think I look at things as like scripts. So my script has changed lately and it scares me because I've kind of, it's changed into shouty dad, stop pulling your sister's hair, stop stabbing each other. Uh, right, we've got to get to this point. The kids are going a bit nuts. There's a certain amount that you have to. Yeah, it? but that's kind of taken over. Work is like full on at the moment and like bit, it's constantly busy and trying to split myself between everyone and everything. And it's, yeah, obviously it all takes a toll kind of thing, but I think understanding that you can kind of change your mindset on that at some point, like don't even have to be today, but like accepting the fact that, oh yeah, I'm like a bit moody today because I'm, I'm head down doing this, I'm doing that, I'm getting this done, I have to be like this, I have to say that, da 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 But just knowing there'll be a point, like obviously getting stuff packed up, 
getting the kids in the car. We had in mind we were going to be leaving like really early and we didn't. And it was like later and then it takes ages to, for them to get anywhere. And then you're kind of like, right, this, that, da, 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 da. And then you're on the bus and you're unpacking and you're thinking, oh, what are we going to go and do next? And you're looking around and, you know, trying to keep them away from the fire, keeping them out of prickly bushes and you're constantly on the go. Yeah, yeah. But then there'll be that moment and like one of them will be playing cards, one of them's playing with toys, Kate's reading the book. Sun's just going down. You look out the window. There was a helicopter outside, which is pretty amazing. There was rabbits, and you start to notice the trees and squirrels and stuff. And you're like, "Ah, there it is. That's the little bit. That's what I'm after." That's funny. I do have those moments, but I quite often have those moments and go, "Uh, "That weren't worth all this grief." (laughs) That's what happens in my in my bastard mind. In my head, it goes, "Ah, that weren't worth it." Yeah, but it's funny. So, kind of coming back to my list of things mm. was uh, that one of our lovely listeners and um, supporters really had said about balancing time. Yeah. And like, they really, so what we like to do on this show for our new American listeners. Howdy. Yeah. Got, yeah. I won't keep doing that. Whenever I go on rides with the kids, like when we were on like the fast like rides, um, I've always got this thing I like screaming yeehaw. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> wow. then I try and get my kids to do it. We went on one ride and my daughter was going, and she was having proper anxiety. She kept getting up and walking off and coming back uh, and walking off. And I'm like, you don't have to do it. Nah. But I, was, I, I said, but in life, you know, if you don't face your fears, you'll yeah. never you'll never do anything. The theme parks and stuff like that are so good for kids in that yeah. regards. Like, we built way. Buddy up to it. It was like a little one that went round. We're on the post the post and pat ride at CBeebies, and then there was like another one. And in the end, he was on like the runaway mind tra- like the, the one that he was just tall enough for, and it was fast, like really yeah. really fast. And then when you like oh like should I hold on to him kind of thing. And he did it. Like, and you could see like how proud he was in his face. I just kept, uh, like, last summer we went to uh, Florida and we went on the Tower of Terror, yeah. uh, one of the Disney places. And my daughter, like, I went on the Rock and Roll roller coaster, the Aerosmith one. Oh, wow. Really cool. And, um, like, my, my wife was going to go on it and both of my kids were going to go on it and they all bottled it. And, but I'm, um, I really, I'm not going to shame him on it. I'm like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. And then I was like, but the one thing I really want to do, and like, I, you know, I'm not going to, I'm quite happy not to go on things because I know this is about you guys. I really want to do the Tower of Terror. And my kids came on with me and they were crapping themselves. Uh, But they came on and afterwards they were both buzzing like you wouldn't believe. They were like, I did it. And I'm like, and that is what happens when you push yourself. Mm. When you face your fears afterwards, you feel like you can take on the world. Yeah. And I'm like, and, you know, you've got to have those moments to know that you can. Totally. You can do it's Like accepting things. the fear yeah. and just having that little 20 seconds that's going to, like, step off the edge or, like, go and do the thing or go and, you know, even, like, if you don't want to go outside, like, just having that confidence to, like, walk to the end of the road and back again or you know just driving like just drive that little bit in a car like just taking that first little jump just, yeah make that step it's like it will never be as bad as all of the stuff you've got in your head yeah exactly it's exactly. never that bad ever because your brain is designed or not designed like that or is it there we go well, it might be designed but your brain but your brain is a whole part of your brain i've said it before yeah created uh, is there just to protect you from harm? Mm. And I was saying to my daughter, "It's cool. Your brain's going. Don't do it because it's dangerous." Yeah. But we know that there's loads of people that come off, on and off and yeah. on and off and on and off, and yeah. no one's died. Yeah. So your brain's just telling you don't do it. Yeah. And I'm saying to you, you don't have to listen to your brain. No. I know I'm kind of throwing some pretty big concepts to her, but then once she'd done it, it's like. There you go, I told you. Why wait? I think if you could install that early on, obviously if she's not like jumping off the roof at home no, or stuff well, like exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. And I said, like, there are instances when your brain is totally right. Yeah, totally. But you can make a measured decision. Yeah. So how do I get on to that? Um, right. So someone messaged 
um, us and we encourage people this is meant to be a conversation not just between Brad and I although we could talk all day we could um, but the idea is is that uh, we've set up all uh, you know Instagram Facebook Twitter uh, anyone can message us on mm. Mouth and Manliness just look for them really easy to find and you can like re- reply to one of our posts or you can directly message us saying I'm struggling with this yeah. Uh, what, what do you think? And then, like, we'll talk about it for you almost, mm. um, to try and see if we can come up to an answer that's going to help you. So one of the things we had a guy said that um, he really struggles to balance and manage his time. So essentially, what he was saying was, you know, he's got work, he's got wife and kids, um, and there's also like there's his needs within that. And the thing is, I think quite often you go, especially with men, it's like, well, your needs don't matter. Mm-hmm. You're the man. You should be earning the money, and that's all. That's that's your job, and mm. you should be going and doing it. And like, that's not true, because your needs matter as well. You've mm. got to try and keep yourself like mentally afloat to be able to be a good dad. There's the analogy of um, when the mask, the gas mask come down on an aeroplane, you have to put your mask on first before you try and help well, anyone else. Yeah, that's a really good one. I like that. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it kind of like, this This is a big one for me. No, because... this is this is right. So, uh, like, for me, this debate is something, like, he's turmoil there, it's something I've been through. Mm. Um and I've come out the other side. So what I can say is it gets better. When the kids get a bit older... I was going to say, is like that mainly down to... Older there. Yeah. Even my kids got... Like my son's like eight and he's got autism and he requires a lot of looking after. Mm. But still, I find, like me and my wife, my wife was just upstairs reading the book. Mm. Like that is unheard of. Yeah, that is like a, that's a win. Like that's an actual yeah. goal in our house. We've got piles of books. We're always buying books for each other. Yeah. Pile next to my bed is big enough to, you know, put a glass of water on it, and the the thought of being able to have that time to read it, and it's nothing. I love spending time with my kids. You know, I do. Yeah, um, and it's nothing against any of that. But the the thought of being able to do all of that and get a chance to read some of these books, it it's almost seems like an impossibility. It's well, crazy. That's right. So we got that, and then I instantly just thought of you. Uh, I just thought of you totally. Um, but the guy had said that, um, you know, he's trying to do overtime so he can earn more money. Yep. So I would, the first, my first question to that would be is, do you need the more money? If you if, if doing your normal daily work um, is enough to pay for everything you need, uh, I would say don't do the overtime. Mm. Um and invest that time in yourself and your family. You've got a choice. So and family it, would trump it for me. Well, the thing is, everyone's got a list in front of their face. It's a priority list, and everything is on it. And for me, yeah, that's I've, the thing. Everything's on it. I've literally got people on it still from 10 years ago that every t- every so often a birthday or something comes up on social media, and they're like, oh, we really must go and have that drink. I still intend to go and have that drink. Yeah. But... There's another 10 people, not for any hierarchy, but there's another 10 or 20 people above them. And then obviously there's like work, kids, family, wife, there's and a everything lot of, else. There's, when you've got a young family, everything's now. Yeah. You've got to do everything now or tomorrow. 100%. So like stuff like that, it's like, actually, that's, it goes, it gradually goes down the priority yeah. list because um, it's not a now thing. And the best way to tell is our house. When we moved, only moved in like a couple of years ago and it was immaculate. So we had Buddy and he was three or four and at the point where, you know, he was put, picking things up after him and we were tidying together and stuff like that. Not that's, that's the be all and end of it. I like him being messy anyway. But um, now it's literally, there's it's not messy, but there's stuff that's left because we're so busy dealing with, you know, them that what, are... still are, from when you moved in? No, not when we moved in, but like yeah, basically all the cases are still there from the weekend. They haven't gone up in the loft yet. Um, my, the wardrobe door fell off and I haven't fixed it yet and I was going to build some shelves out of it. Um, I've still got stuff from Christmas that is still in my Christmas bag that's still down there. It's something else I've got to do. I've still got the books piled up. I need to obviously sort them out. But I just think like those... The problem is with those kind of things, 
in reality, you can leave them. Totally, yeah. But what happens is those are the things that they're like a constant annoyance. Yeah, because everywhere, every 10 foot you walk, like, oh, I'll do that. I'll they sort get that in out. the way and they're yeah. annoying. So My new so catchphrase kind of is, it's like, oh, I've got, I will sort this drawer. I've got to sort that drawer out. Yeah. I will do it. And it's neat, as I'm walking around, I can see Kate looking at me going, yeah, like we have got to do it, but it's, I'm getting the thing out of it because that's the immediate thing that I need to, yeah. need to do. And then you feel, then you also kind of, as a man, I think you feel, I mean, there was there was stuff that was broken in, and uh, as a man, I felt like I was letting my wife down by not fixing things. With the fixing, I try and jump and on it straight away. Things. Yeah, and luckily enough, my wife has really learned that uh, I'm a creative. I'm not. A, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a practical man. Yeah, you don't have to be. No, no, it's true. You can just buy new things, or you know, put a bit of glue on it, or. Well, yeah, that's what I did. Mm. I would just stick glue and uh, like. Duct is that why your front door is like all hanging off? <laughs> <laughs> but a lot, of, like you look in like like a lot of the drawers in the house, they're all held together with duct tape. Uh, I say gut tape, uh, duct tape rather than gaffer tape because Americans might be listening. Yeah, yeah. I wonder where those terms come from and why they're different. Yeah, we call it gaffer tape. Gaffer. We used to have a manager at the theatre I used to work at, and he had a strong West Country accent. And he said, gaffer tape. Get the gaffer, gaffer tape, tape, Brad. Gaffer it up. We used to gaffer for everything. Uh, yeah, I remember getting gaffer tape when I was first in bands. And I used to put gaffer tape, like, virtually cover all my leads in mm. gaffer tape. Yeah, you so got it. Mm. Uh, but, like, it's not where... It goes all sti- the cheap one goes all sticky, though. I don't yeah, like it I when they you go places and they tape your leads down. And you get yeah. it back, it's all sticky and weird. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I fucking keep really it. I don't want it. Stuff. Yeah. So, so really... The, I, I suppose my advice to that kind of thing is that you have to think about for starters why you're doing overtime, mm. and if you don't really need to do it, don't do it. Don't pressure yourself where you don't need to. Don't no. give yourself a hard time. You know, like but like the thing that I'll do is like, oh, I'm not being a man because I'm not doing that. Mm. But I don't need to give myself that pressure. No, you know, I really don't need to. No, and it doesn't help. Uh, and it's like having like an open like and trying to be as honest as you can with your wife. Yeah. Because I think whenever I have had those honest conversations with my wife, she generally appreciates it. Yeah, hundred percent. Like she's like, oh, thank God you've said. Mm. Like I was, I just thought you were being a lazy bastard. Yeah. And you know, and I wasn't. No. I was, I was trying to balance everything. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and then in the midst of all of that difficulty, like that, you don't get any time to yourself is. Is that you might get five minutes to yourself, but if you get five minutes to yourself, try and use it well. Yeah, don't just knock one out all the time. Just don't knock one out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or just don't lay on the sofa. Like sometimes you might want to lay on the sofa. Yeah, I've found because I'm active at work and active chasing the kids around. It's helpful. My little bit is that little bit in the sofa. But what's happening is the second my body is horizontal. It's like, oh, sleep, bang, and I'm, I'm gone. Like I've seen the beginning of all films that have been out for the last four years. I don't know how they end. So this is finish. where I think the golden rule of acceptance comes in. Mm. You accept the fact that your kids are young, yeah. that you're rushed off your feet, mm-hmm. you're not going to win anything. No. You're not going to do anything as well as you pressure yourself to do mm-hmm. all you've got to do is manage yeah and i think understand that not to belittle it but a lot of people go through the same thing yeah. are going through the same thing and you've only got to go and talk to your mum and dad and they will say yeah actually it was well rough now for the like problem is though, it's like you go on facebook and instagram and all those things and yeah. you see all these other people who seem to have it all totally sorted yeah and they're, they're like they've taken their kids to the zoo again, yeah, and they, they they seem to have it all sorted, but they haven't. They they're as shit as you are, yeah, totally. Uh, and we're all shit at it because yep. we're all just coping, yeah. And I I I just found that I I struggled with it, of course. Mm. I did. But what I said, I just said like, at the moment, we've just got to cope. Yeah, just you know, get like, through this little bit. You've just got to cope at the moment. Mm. And that's all, and that's your job. It's yeah. just coping, being as good as you can with your kids, mm-hmm. earning the money you need to earn, and coping. Yeah. 
don't if you start thinking, oh well, these people are doing this and that's happening and that's happening, mm. you're just putting unneeded pressure on yourself. Yeah, and it really is because stuff crops up like like you say, like it the zoo or something. You. Oh, we have to go and do this or we have to go and do that, and really you don't. There is like at the moment in our house a pressure to be active with the kids and spending time with the kids we're both like hyper busy like we i think between us we run like four companies now so it's like it's nuts the added pressure of being like 50 grand in debt as well and having to like keep above water keep working and that all sort of comes on top and then so any spare time you do get you're kind of like oh i have to be working towards that or sorting that out kind of thing whereas actually there needs to be merit in just being still and but like basically merit in the fact that you're you're managing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Co- like I say, you're coping. managing, your kids are alive. Yeah. Um no one's hurt. No. Uh there's food on the table. And the thing is as well, as just that, bring it right back as caught yeah, as caught up as we get into it, like we've got a cupboard full of food. And I think where it's been stressy is we haven't had the last couple of weeks and then we've had to like really scale everything down and stuff like that. But like we're scaling it down. The, the the point that we're scaling it down to is still 10 times better than it was at the times when you know i was living rough or well, when we go. first yeah, got exactly, together and we had like a little exactly, one bedroom exactly. flat or anything it's all like perspective i always kind of think about it you know like uh when you talk to like our grandparents were all in the war yeah uh and at times of war you take it down to the bare minimum mm. And at times of poverty, you take it down to the bare minimum. Mm. You know, I, I've been poor as shit, and you have too. Mm. And at those points, all that matters is food. Yeah. And if you can get food, then you're winning. Mm. And I just found, like, I, that was my overall theme with the kids. It was like, I just take it down to the minimum, bare minimum. Are the kids all right? I'm getting them to school. Uh, I'm spending time when I can with them. We're both doing that. Uh, we've got food. Yeah. Everything else is a bonus. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's like, apart from that, I'm just not going to put any more pressure on myself. No, you can't. And my wife would be going, oh, we should go here. We should go and have a day out. And I'm like, look, we're both fucked. Yeah. We're both dying on our ass. Yeah. And I'm like, last weekend we did this, this and this. Mm. Um, this weekend, the kids, like we were talking about earlier, the kids could just, like, we can... Get some toys out for them, and let them have a bit of time doing that. And yeah. then, then they do. Then they're upstairs playing. Yeah. And we're like, I can't believe this. this yeah. It's unheard of. It's magical. And then, then as they get older, that happens more and more. Yeah, yeah. And then you start thinking, oh, hold on, I think we might have got through it. I had this conversation with my wife the other day. I was like, we, we we've come through it. Yeah. At the we, other we've side. Come through. We, we, we need to acknowledge this. Mm. We need to recognise that we've come through the hard bit. Yeah. And now our lives are... But there was a bit where we're like, now we don't really know what to do. And I'm like, so now we need to think our lives... We've got a new life yeah. again. Yeah, weld at and, your feet. Yeah, you could look at it in a really positive way. And I'm totally. like, and now we need to readjust. Yeah. Because we found we were just like sitting around not knowing what to do with ourselves. Yeah. And I'm like... Fuck it, I'm going to do a podcast. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean? Then yeah, yeah. you just think, well, suddenly it's all right. So let's, yeah. let's, let's like let's move our lives forward a yeah. little bit. And the thing is, you can do it as a little team now because they can kind of get involved and do things and suggest things and come up with ideas and yeah. stuff like that. Because at the moment, like at ours, it's we were constantly having to come up with like keep this juggle this one, keep yeah, that yeah. one entertained, get this one sorted out. It's crazy. It's really funny, is. like everyone's out. Like my wife's going out with my daughter at the weekend, so it's just me and Jude. And I said to Jude, "What do you want to do?" He's like, "I don't know." I said, "Well, we'll do whatever you want." Yeah. Uh, I mean, he wanted to fly a spaceship or something, but so why not? Well, we can't, but um, I think it came down to he really wanted to go to the arcades. So, I'm like, right, we'll go there then. And he can fly spaceships there. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, I want to build Lego. I'm all right. Okay. I want you, I make them custom Lego. So, because uh, I've got, like, model paints that my nephew gave me because he got into, like, uh, you know, Warhammer. Yeah, yeah. So, I get those. And then he, he'll say, I want a Ben 10 Lego figure. And they don't make them. Yeah. I'm like, I'll make you one. Amazing, that's so cool. So I'll get the Lego and I'll paint it and I'll yeah. make it. Then the other day he said he, he wanted one of him as a ninja. Yeah. 
He's got a ninja outfit. So, so he put cool. it on and then I copied it. Really? Like, there you go, there's a little Jude. Oh, thank you, Daddy. That's so it's good. So cute, but you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. I know, granted, like, I've got some artistic skills. Nah. Um, yeah, some of the best times I have with Buddy is when we're literally, we literally, I always collect the inside of the toilet rolls for him and like egg boxes and stuff like that. And he, he's happy just sitting there gluing shit to other shit. He would literally glue stuff to stuff to stuff. And we've got like, um, like googly eyes and pipe cleaners and stuff like that. And I, I love it all the time, but there are, there is times when I'm like, oh, I've got to sort this out. Got it. It's like, dad, yeah, yeah, no worries. We'll do it. But within three seconds, I'm literally like, oh yeah, we could put this on there. And oh, look, I'll empty that out of the thing. We're like, we'll put this on it. And like, before you know it, you're a kid again and enjoy well, don't it. Don't you find, I remember like my kids going to me one time, uh, like this was last summer and I had a breakdown, uh, but I was off all summer with my kids. It was great. Mm. Uh, but they were like, um, I was like, well, what do you want to do today? And they went, oh, can you build us a castle? So I went to like the shop, bought a load of gaffer tape and yeah. some like, um, really strong glue. Yeah. And I built them an amazing castle. And it took me like half an hour. Yeah. And then they played with it all day. Amazing, yeah. And like they, and then I had a day to myself. Yeah. So I watched a lot of verb videos and played my guitar. And, nice. And I, but they... I'd done my bit and they were happy with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, And then they just went mad and played with it. Yeah, that's and cool. And I'm like, that took half an hour. Yeah. So there is a bit about you can use your time yeah. well. Yeah, Like, you can't solve that problem for anyone. No. That that difficulty, that young kids, it is really, really fucking hard. It is. There's... You speak to people and they make out their Mary Poppins but they're not. They're no. struggling as much as you are. Definitely. The stuff you see on social media is like the tip of the iceberg. Like, that's the good bits of everyone's kind it's, of weekend. It's, it's all a fucking lie. You don't it's see the meltdowns lie. and everything else. But there's loads of, like, um, forums and stuff. I know Mum's Net and things like that. But like, someone said to me about, like, when you go on holiday, having a, a day or two days where you have two hours each. So you have two yeah, hours yeah, we, we, looking after the kids, two hours doing your own thing kind of thing. And I've, we've not tried that yet. That's kind of interesting. me. It kind of scares me a little bit because like it, I still, I would still feel selfish about leaving her with them in that no, kind of situation. Right, you're both doing it. Yeah. That's why like the conversation is, is king. Yeah. Like, having that conversation. Yeah. Like, Cause if, when it turns into resentment, it, it's, it's okay. Yeah. If you're both not doing it and you're, one's doing something then all of a sudden they seem to be enjoying themselves for two seconds and it's resentment and anger and stuff like that. Do you know how I do poisonous. it? I always go, no, you go first, please. Like, you've been working really hard. Yeah. You go, have an hour to yourself. Yeah. And then I'll have an hour to myself. Yeah. So then you don't feel the same resentment no. because you've kind of, you said, no, you go first. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. you feel better about it. Yeah. We, we've been doing it. We've always done that. That's really. good. Yeah, that is good. Like, even if it was, like, when the kids are a nightmare, it's like, like, Go and have an hour's sleep. Yeah. And then they go, right, I'm going to have an hour's sleep. Yeah. And then no one feels guilty because no. you've both done it. Yeah. I think we need to start getting back into the habit with that, really. It is hard. Yeah. But you really have to have those conversations. Like you said the other day that it was difficult because, like, your job's changed and all of that. Yeah. And then it's like, and stuff with the car and things. And I just thought that it's not just you. No. You know, sometimes it feels like it's just you. Mm. If you haven't had that conversation, it's like, well, actually, we're both, like, this is us. Yeah. There's no me. We have to sort this. of bring it everything to the table and yeah. reshuffle it around and it's, go, right, I can leave us. that, actually. I don't need to do that. Oh, you can do that. I'll sort this out and da 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 da, da and, like, get back into the team again, I guess. It's crazy because you do it at work, don't you? Pri- yeah, yeah, totally. all yeah. day long yeah. at work. Yeah. But we don't seem to prioritise our lives. No. Or... Or we might do, but I think if you don't have the conversation, you don't think about it, then you end up looking. It's really like, easy like you're to being selfish. Yeah, it's really easy to not think about it because you're so busy going this thing, then this thing, then that, then this. Yeah, just get the hump with each other. Yeah, totally. And like me and my wife, like by no means are we like perfect by any way, shape, or form. Um, but we're quite good, really. Mm. But that's because we do talk. But like, I, I, I like. Last time, like, I built up and got, rah, 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 and in the end, I was like, I need you to be more positive. Yeah. 
because I'm trying really hard to be more positive. Mm. And I don't believe being positive is, is king, but... No, you need balance, I think. Yeah, you know, the idea, oh, if you're just positive all the time, everything's all right. I don't yeah, believe doesn't, that for a minute. It doesn't happen, does it? But, um, but then it was the conversation. Suddenly, I felt like I'd had a weight lifted from my shoulders and my chest didn't feel tight anymore. Yeah. And she was like, oh, okay. God. It's another little way to connect as well. Yeah, and after that, we felt like, oh, we're all in love. Mm. Still... Fucking hell, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah. You know? Again, because it's just a little bit lower down the list because yeah. you're so busy doing this and then that and everything else. Yeah, it's all a bit nuts. So, yeah, to that man. Do you uh, remember who it was? That's the best we can do. Do you remember I who it was? I don't know if our man, Trampavell. I don't know if it was him. I need it to mention him be because he messaged me today and he had a question, um, but my battery has died. Because I really wanted to read it out because I reached out to everyone. I really um, like him. I do, yeah. It's very cool. He's very cool. Mm. I like him a lot. And he likes a lot of good music as well. Yes, he I, does, I, yeah. I went on, uh, he kind of messaged us on Mouth of Manliness and I looked on his site and it was like, uh, he had a big picture of like Northern Soul by the Verve. It's oh, my right, favourite yeah, cool. album of all time. Yeah. And then he had James Addiction, Richard Delabitual, which is, um, it's, in my top five albums wow, all the time. It's quite hard. I, I can't name my five of anything and albums. You got any, like, I've just got albums that I always come back to. Oh, yeah, totally. That I, and they obsess me. And it tends to be the same like five. Mine are not the same five, though. Mine are so widespread. Like, mine, like, Radiohead. Which one? Uh, OK Computer. Paul McCartney, All the Best is one of my favourite albums. And it's like songs from Wings that no one really listens to, whatever. But I think my dad bought it for my mum and it was yeah. just always around. Yeah, yeah. It's got like a frog song on it, which is obviously a, a banger. But um, yeah, like I find myself like compacting because I, I don't know, like even I couldn't pick one Blur album. I find myself just listening to like the greatest hits it's like Alan Partridge oh what Beatles album uh, the best of the Beatles, the best of the Beatles. <laughs> oh you like the Beatles yeah what album uh, do you like Wings do you like Wings <laughs> only the band the Beatles yeah. do the Beatles yeah. that's it yeah but um, yeah it's too broad a, a question for me to answer like my what ones I'd listen to the most like is I, I, I like chord structures in songs that is what I listen out for. Sometimes I don't even hear the lyrics. I'm listening to like the, the way the instruments are working together That's and when chords move and change. So quite often I'll go, oh, listen to this song, it's amazing. And you can kind of see people thinking, oh, what are you listening to? And I'm like, no, just this little bit here the way the mood shifts from that to that, yeah. that's what get. And I will go back and listen to songs just because of that. It frustrates me because I can never remember, considering I've been in fucking bands, I can't remember lyrics of songs very well. I, I'm only just starting to remember lyrics. There's a muscle now. you have to keep sort of remembering, but I can't remember the names of songs either. So I'd have to like flick back and listen to a bit and kind of try and remember if there is the song with that little bit of chord structure in. It's fucking torture, to be honest. It's funny you say Blur. Um, the other day, uh, my friend in Australia, Chris Ashton, hello, Chris Ashton, I'm sure you'll listen. Good eye. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of the most manly cultures in the world oh totally yeah yeah culture and I know that he struggled with that mm. and uh, I, yeah, I'm i not surprised the site manager I'm working on I worked with him before and he lived in Australia for a very very long time I collapsed at work he picked me up and called me a cunt <laughs> and told me he wasn't going to pay me if I had any time off yeah they're like a they're different breed people. yeah they really are I mean, I'm, and the thing is, though, um, I'm not generalised and go, oh, the Australians are so misogynistic and so manly. Yeah, we're being racist, like, obviously. I'm, I'm sure they're not. No. I'm sure uh, what happens, the culture comes across. Yeah. And um, and it's almost like it's not their fault. No. You know, like yeah. the British have got a culture and... And like that's not fact, is it? No, it's just not real. Culture no. is in the ether, and especially how it's um, manipulated and squashed and everything by social yeah. media and everything else. It it's scares me, but it's in our instinct 
to yeah. go, oh, Australia, whole oh, cork hats, good day, you flaming galah, yeah. didgeridoo, crocodiles. Crocodile Dundee, yeah. ultra-masculine man, it'll kill your dinner. But I wonder if that is the fault of the media or whether that's our brains pigeonholing I stuff. Both. I think it's both. And like, I think the media puts it in your brain. Yeah. Uh, and then it's there. I think we want to have a familiarity when something is brought up in conversation. We instantly want to go, oh, yeah, I know that thing. So so this is true of the brain. The brain does that. What, what the brain does is because the brain, uh, to make sense of things, we have to put things into boxes. Mm-hmm. That's how we make sense of the world. So this is this is a scientific fact. So, um, so invariably, like if you look at who you hang around with, you end up hanging around with people who have similar interests. Mm. And that's because you go, you speak to someone, and the first thing you're doing is looking for similarities to put in to join your boxes. Yep. So the brain does that. The brain does that as a means of coping with all the masses of information. Mm. Now, the difference is, is that what we should be then doing is going, okay, thank you, brain. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. But I don't need to fucking listen to you. No. And that, that doesn't... You know, like I, I can dig deeper. Yeah. Because I'm a person. Yeah. And I can do that. Yeah. You know, it's like, that's fine. Now start asking questions. But what happens is that what we do as people, we look for things to confirm our bias and prejudice. Yeah. So when you ask those questions, what you're actually doing is trying to confirm your original hypothesis. Yeah. So you'll go... Oh, that guy's fuck. That guy's a prick. He's um, he's really full of himself. Yeah, yeah, he is a prick. I see him do that the other day. So then you have the conversation. Now you're in a gang. Yeah. Then he says stuff. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, prick. Yeah. You start prick. building yep, up a case, prick. building a case. And you're like, well, him. actually, he's probably never met you before. Yeah. And he, you know, he was nervous. Yeah. And he was probably trying to tell you what he thought you wanted to hear. Yeah. Actually, I've not really met that person. No, he actually gives a lot to charity. I've just met a construction. For that moment, yeah, and all your brain's done is is look for that. Mm. I do this when I've worked uh, like in probation with criminals. Is that you have to really check yourself for that bias, yeah, professional bias they mm-hmm. call it. But it works in all walks of life. Yeah, is that you, you'll meet someone they've committed a crime, and you're like, they did it, they did it, they did it, and they did it because of that and that and that and that, and I uh, I'll look into their past and that all adds up, yeah, and that's why they did it, yeah. The weird thing is, is that quite often it's true. Yeah. Quite often it's true. Yeah. Um, but if I don't say to myself, I might be wrong, then I'm not doing my job. Right. No, there has to be like, balance. I could be throwing someone under the under the under the bus. Yeah. So I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm. All I'm doing is proving what I think. Yeah. I need to be more Yeah, you need to bring that to the party but then start looking into right, that it that does all happen, but on this particular day, this thing happened, Something then that happens so, and they've got money troubles and then this and then that's happened and then everything else. So then, I tell you, that's where I go into the past. Mm. It's like having that ability to like take all that information from your brain, taking a deep breath in within the conversation and just sitting back and going, right, I think this, I think that, I think that. But also, let's give this person a break because, ah. So that's what I always did was I'd get the information and go, right, I'll get back to us for that. Yeah, of course, which we're going to have to do now because... Yep. That is our hour. We are strict on this. We are, we are. strict at the mouth of manliness. We are strict rules. to our hours, our hour therapy. Yes. And that was an interesting episode where we went all over the show. We did. And thank you all for listening. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Boston for checking us out. Word. It might be... Who knows how it's going to work? But Who knows? I think it's going to be great. Yeah, we're here and we're interested in what you've got to say. So everybody in the world, tap us up. Mouth Tell of us manliness. what you think at the mouth of manliness. And we'll, we did it today. We talked about what someone said and we'll, we'll carry on doing that. What we need to do, we'll promise to make an effort to remember people's names. Yeah, some people don't want their names. So oh, that's I true. I just figure they'll listen and they'll hear that we're talking about something they said. That is true. And those things will resonate with other people. Okay. So that uh, that's fine. Yeah. 
We make mistakes. Yeah. That's what yeah. we do. Well, that's it. We make mistakes all day long. Like, some of this is a fucking mistake. Oh, it yeah. Really it really is. It's like, crazy. It's, it's even more and honest. And at least, at least you know you're not going to get any lies from us. That's it. Respect everybody. Love you. Take care. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.